Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. And I'm Will. And in today's episode, we have an absolute packed episode. Uh, we got a little bit of NFL, even though it's the offseason, but it's the start of the offseason, so thank God. We got NBA, only three games on Thursday night, but we'll still be bringing in our locks, uh, as well as NHL, MLB, NCAA basketball. Will, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. Well, to start things off, let's break up. Wow. See, the English today, the, even the intro was bad, but still. Uh, just to start things off, we have a little bit of NFL news, but I would say it's pretty big news, and that's Carson Wentz has been dealt to the Indianapolis Colts. That was probably the least expecting thing. We had two, like, the least, the last thing I would expect to happen in, like, right. the last 24 hours. Well, this Wentz- was one of them. Wentz was supposed to be dealt last week. Remember, they were like, we want to get him out of here by Friday. Yeah. Someone in the front office said that. I think it might have even been the GM. Um, And then they didn't really say anything about it until this week where it was just like out of nowhere. Like, yeah, like usually we like know what's about to happen. But then it was just like, all right, Carson Wentz to the Colts. And I feel like the Colts uh, won this trade by like far. Oh, yeah. And they have a chance or what? They gave up picks, right? They, that's all they gave up. Dude, all they, they gave up was picks? a second. No, all they gave they just, up was a yeah. second and a third round. And that second rounder, if Carson, if if Wentz plays 75% of the snaps this year, turns into a first. That's an interesting. I've never heard of something like that. 
but that's like the only downside for that trade for them. But like honestly, it doesn't even matter that much. Well, like, dude, and think about it, the Colts. I feel like I've said this in a lot of episodes. They're just one competent quarterback away. Like yeah. someone that can do just enough because they have like the best O-line in the league. They have Darius Leonard, who's a top three middle linebacker. They have a great D-line with DeForest Buckner. They have good young uh, safeties with Blackman and whoever's on the other side. They have decent corners. And then they have good wide receivers. They have Pittman, who was a rookie. He's coming off his rookie year. T.Y. Hilton, who's a vet. They have the tight ends. They have like four tight ends. Like they're a good team. Like I just literally named every single position and it was good. The one thing that they were lacking last year was quarterback because Philip Rivers couldn't yeah. throw it. Um, and this year, Carson Wentz, I mean, coming off an injury, who knows? He didn't look that good last year, but that's what the Eagles, like that's what the shitty team. Yeah. This, like, team, this team was, I feel like this team was built for someone like a Carson Wentz to be successful. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I didn't even think the culture like in the running. I didn't even think they were going to do something like this. I thought like Maybe they were either. just going to end up like figuring it out somehow. I thought I they were just going to like use Jacoby Brissett. Like that's what honestly what I was thinking too. And then all of a sudden I heard to the Colts. And I was like, this might be a little interesting. I was like, I didn't know how I felt because obviously he didn't play that well last season, but like half of that's also being on the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have an O line or any wide receivers or any tight ends. And then, like Jalen Hurts looked very good because he's an improviser. Like he's like a Russell Wilson yeah. where it's like he makes plays by himself where Carson Wentz is more of like a, I need an O-line, I need some players and I'll make the throw, you know? Like yeah, give me he, some time and yeah. I'll make the right play. I mean, Jalen Hurts forget. is like, I'm going to run around. Yeah, he like that's like the advantage of having someone like a Jalen Hurts. Yeah. But like you can't forget like Carson Wentz, like he was like an MVP candidate for a few years. There was a big debate if Russell Wilson – like who's better Russell Wilson or Carson Wentz yeah like it's not like he's never like he's always been terrible it's just been like unfortunate situations leading to him not being able to perform he he got hurt he got hurt on his good with a good team they won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles which I think they probably would have won the Super Bowl with Carson Wentz too um and then he comes back the team is a bit deteriorated gets hurt again comes back and then this year his team's awful they don't have any I mean who was their uh who was their best uh, wide receiver? Was it Fulgham? Travis Fulgham? No one's ever heard of that dude. And then Jalen yeah. Rager was yeah. like not not what we expected. Zach Ertz was hurt all year as well. Their they offensive had so line many was injuries. just awful. Everybody was injured. Their defense was bad. Their offense was bad. And, I mean, you can't really expect anything good to happen with someone who's not, like I said, an improvising quarterback who runs around and makes the play. Yeah, I, I think he'll be able to get the job done. I mean, I've seen some people already making some crazy predictions, like he could be an MVP candidate next year. I'm like, I don't know if we go that far quite just yet. But, yeah. I mean, if he plays like he did when he was, I mean, definitely could have a decent shot at going going to the playoffs and even going farther in than they did this year. Right, because, I mean, they're already a playoff team, and they have Phillip Rivers, who obviously we all know Phillip Rivers was a very good player. Uh, last year was the last year of his career, and you could clearly tell that he was old. Like, he couldn't throw the yeah. ball more than 30 yards. When they came in, when it was like a second left in the first half or needed a game-winning Hail Mary, he wasn't even the one throwing. It was Jacoby Brissett because Philip Rivers couldn't even throw it that far. So, Wentz still has the arm, I think, um, and he can move. I'm not, like, saying, like, it was, like – completely like Jalen Hurts being able to move around and that's why he was good like Jalen Hurts can just do it better you know what I'm saying without 
without a team, but Wentz is a very competent quarterback. Like he knows what to do. And with an O-line, he'll, he'll be very successful and he'll still be able to get out of the pocket. Cause I mean, he can move, he can run. He just couldn't really do that with the Eagles because they didn't have anything for him. He wasn't a scrambling quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I think I think he'll be able to succeed with the Colts. And, I mean, they still – I don't really know what they're going to do now. It really opens – I don't know. This free agency offseason, whatever, is going to be actually one of the more interesting ones I think we've had yeah, in a long time. I have to agree. And uh, with Carson Wentz to the Colts now, that leaves Jacoby Rousseau, who could be a potential starter, still on the bench. So they could even make a move to flip him for another defensive piece or even picks. Yeah, I mean – I think, I mean, I think it's, I, I want to say, I don't really know how much of his value has gone up, but I mean, I want to say the times that Jacoby Brissett came in and while they didn't have a QB, like what, what, like when he came in, I feel like his value is somewhat decent. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, he put the, I mean, like, I don't think it's anything crazy with the Pats that year. And then yeah. came to the Colts had like a seven and nine season i want to say this is just off the head i don't have the stats in front of me had like seven it was either seven and nine or nine and seven it was like around there um he's not that bad of a quarterback and he can he can start somewhere or be like a really good backup which i don't think the colts would keep him as a really good backup because they also have a jacob eason i think they have jacob eason i I think they do which there would be no reason to keep someone like Brissett on the team having Eason you'd rather just have like worst case scenario you find out Jacob Eason is actually really good which actually yeah. would be your best which which would be your best case scenario because now you drafted someone and now if Carson Wentz were to get hurt hopefully he doesn't but in a situation where he would need to come in like right the worst and thing I could mean- happen is literally the best so so ready this this is the squad now with Carson Wentz at starter they have Brissett uh, back up and then Jacob Beeson, which Jacob Beeson could be a backup quarterback right now. And Jacoby Brissett could get traded. And then the running backs, I mean, they have Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, Naheem Hines, and Jordan Wilkins. That's four, like, pretty good running backs, at least three really good running backs. And then Jordan Wilkins can get the job done, too. Wide receiver, they have T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, who are both pretty good. And then they have DeMichael Harris and Courtney Davis, who, eh, they're not that bad. Um, they also have Michael Pittman Jr. at wide receiver two. Um, so obviously, and then Paris Campbell, how could you forget yeah. at wide receiver three? So, I mean, those are those are really good wide receiver options with Jack Doyle, Trey Burton, Mo Alley Cox, all at tight end. And then we all know their O-line. The Colts O-line has been like the best for the past three years. Quentin Nelson, obviously the best guard in the league. And then like just to run through the defense too, because like this team is actually really good. They yeah, they're Houston. a solid team. They have just Justin Houston at uh, the end. Uh, they have DeForest Buckner at tackle, Grover Stewart at the nose guard, and then they have Danico Autry, who's actually pretty good at uh, the right side defensive end. And then for their linebackers, they have Darius Leonard, which we talked about, Anthony Walker, who's pretty good. Um, and then at sub linebacker, they have Bobby Arik, who's like decent, decent. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny Moore. Uh, Rocky Asin at corner. Uh, well, and obviously Xavier Rhodes. And then that's the other name, Kari Willis and Julian Blackman at, uh, at safeties. And they have the best kicker in the league, Hot Rod. Well, they, do they that's a have, good team. Yeah, they. Th- that is a good team. I would say that maybe the only thing 
they could really, I mean, not they don't really have to do anything with the safety. Do they still have wait, hold up. Malik Hooker, yes. Yeah, is he hurt? Well, he was hurt yeah, last season, right? He he's hurt. He was oh, hurt he's last actually, year. He's actually a free agent. Oh, is he a free agent? Because Julian yeah. Blackman will, who's a young guy, was had a really, really good year last year. Yeah. No, I was gonna say because whoever was back there did pretty decent, I would say. I would say because if they still had Hooker, I would be like they could probably get Brissett Hooker involved into a trade, and then they could even trade one of their running backs. Obviously, like they have four, so they don't they don't yeah. need four. And I mean, running backs—they don't hold a lot of value anymore these days, just because you can get a running back literally for from anywhere, and they'll be good. Yeah. But like, I mean, nobody will pass up on a receiving back like Naheem Hines or and I'll uh, do it all back in Marlon Mack. That rhyme. But like that was good. Yeah. If if you could package like those two, get get a pick and then get like another good edge rusher or another good linebacker or maybe even corner, you're all set. Like you're a good team. I mean, as of right now, depending on what the Texans do, right now it's literally just them and the Titans. Right for yeah. their division, they really no. only have to worry about one team, and they and it even they can compete well with the Titans. I think even more now so I now agree. that they have a yeah. quarterback. So it, that their division is just going to be them too, and it's going to be. They're, they're built well. They're built to stop the run on defense, as we saw last year. Remember, I used to always bet on the Colts because their run defense. Yeah, and so they're built to stop Derrick Henry and the run defense that the Titans have. And then on offense, adding someone like a Carson Wentz who's actually, like, capable of making a play on offense other than just standing back in the pocket, like, that's going to be huge for the Colts. And the AFC South, like, that might be the Colts. Like, I think the Colts win it. I think the Colts win the AFC South next year over the Titans. Yeah. I, I the like that early team, prediction, I would say. They're low-key. They're low-key low yeah. deteriorating. And you can't, you can't win – off of a halfback anymore. Yeah. They were, they just, were just way past were just front days. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously uh new cap got released today. It's 180 mil. Not too much really to say there. I mean, it affects a lot of the teams in the free agency as well. So it's going to be interesting. We're probably going to see a lot of like one year, like swing guys. Right. Yeah. So, so but, but that's really all that means. In that's in favor of, of the Seahawks. We have a lot of one year swing guys. We do that all the time. So we're really good at that. A lot of teams that have like a decent amount of money that they could just get a lot of one year guys and just make a push. And just make a quick push. I mean, I would Imagine. think like a teams that would benefit would maybe be the Browns. The Browns? Who did I see the Browns getting? JJ Watt. Yeah, like if they end up with JJ Watt, like what? He could be like, that one year swing guy. Maybe he, two years. Yeah. Um, anyways, to make a push to the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, like they could just eat, like a bunch of teams could do the same thing. Um, but that's going to be it for NFL news, just something quick, surprising news as well. Um, uh, moving on, we got the NBA, um, mm-hmm. actually quite a huge update, I would say, for the day. The NBA is returning to the Kobe format for the All Star game, which uh, last year in the fourth quarter, uh, whatever the score was, it was first or they or do they make the scores even. Or something like that. It was first. I think 24. it's uh no, I think it's uh whoever's on in the lead add their score by twenty-four, and then it's the first per first team to get to that wins. Yeah, so 
which was which made the all-star game like a hundred times more exciting like it felt like an actual game so that's a huge w for anybody who's interested in the all-star game especially this year which is going to be interesting with literally everything in one day so that makes it even better sick it's going to be an interesting march 7th literally just one day that's going to be crazy it's going to be a great march 7th though think about it well for us march 7th after that dude we're like done with everything yeah because now we're in like the playoff push now it like matters yeah so yeah no that's that's good news that's what oh, i think i just muted my mic no i didn't that's no, good didn't news though <laughs> uh so yeah all the all the festivities are gonna be march 7th is it in atlanta i want to say it might be in atlanta is that like are they, they're not having fans right i don't think so I don't, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, that would. I wonder if this is gonna like change some things for like the future years, having it all in one day. Like maybe not the dunk contest at halftime, but like you could easily yeah. have like the skills competition and like the three point contest, or one of them before the game. At least make that day a little bit more interesting because there's not a whole right. lot. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of the whole weekend though, because it's just like an experience. Like every day, something's happening. Yeah, obviously, like, with fans and everything like that, being there for the whole weekend is probably, like, sick. But until then, I think this is a great idea. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, But, yeah, with that being said, um, I believe it's in Atlanta. I think we're right. Um, Moving on to our locks. uh, Will, we both lost our locks. Uh, So you're 8-4. and You're still 200. Uh, I'm (laughs) 5-7. and Uh, and I'm not doing the math on that. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of mad that I just said I wasn't going to do the math on that. So I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm at 70. I'm at 0.7. You're at 200. Like Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Grace, and I'm an indie vet. I'm also home from work at 6 and already transformed into a princess. Mommy, put on your crown. That's because I've got complete control of my schedule, plenty of shifts that fit my life, and a team like no other. It's a whole new way to vet. Indie vets. So, congrats. Yeah, even though we lost, still still looking good. Uh, tonight's games are quite an interesting Do you one. even have um, a lock for tonight? For Thursday, like, I Thursday, totally forgot so. to make one before. Like we yeah. even like. All right. Uh, well, while while you think, uh, I'll g- I'll give the rundown. Um, we are recording on Thursday night, and those are the only, that's like the only spreads that are out. There's only three games tonight: uh, Raptors versus Bucks, Milwaukee minus six, Nets versus Lakers, Lakers minus two and a half, Heat versus Kings, uh, Miami minus one, and literally think about the starting five on every team, and they are all out tonight. Yeah, like everyone. Raptors Bucks game, there's no one there. Like I, I think they brought the G League in to play tonight. They definitely brought the G League and out of the, the Heat and the ball. Kings. I mean, like the they, they had a call in the reserves for this one. Like the whole team is out. It's Tyler Hero in the G League versus like literally the entire like Kings G League team. So 
Yeah, with that being said, only three games tonight. Uh, I have my lock, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, that is Lakers minus two and a half against the Nets. Uh, I feel like they have to win this game right now to show that they can win without AD. Uh, the Nets don't have KD. Uh, Kyrie is, like, coming off an injury. So I'm hoping I'm hoping they just win. I've been in a very cold streak, uh, so don't take my betting advice, but if – if there's a win today, if there's a win today, I can guarantee you a win next week. Because I just need the fire relay at will, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, I guess I'll just go over my lock. Uh, I got Heat got heat versus the Kings. Miami's minus one. Um, I don't really see the Kings doing a whole lot, given the <laughs> fact that their entire starting lineup is out of the game. Um, I still think the Heat might have a chance with maybe Tyler Hero. I was watching you. I was watching you with the notes. You just put, like, your initials, and then you took them away, and then you're like, I saw your face. You're just like, I don't know. And then you yeah, just put I them just, back down. Yeah. I didn't really know what to do. Well, I mean, there's no one playing tonight. Like, if you're watching NBA tonight, you might as well just, like, you're watch bozo. the Nets Lakers. Like, you're that's the only game. You, you should be watching hockey tonight. Yeah. Not, like, oh, we'll get to that. be watching anything. So, <laughs> maybe the so, australian open i'll be watching the kids baking championship tonight <laughs> um, and i'm not joking either um yeah. but anyways yeah back to the celtics we had a big rant about them last episode uh since then they've won one game but they've <laughs> lost one game they beat the nuggets and then they <laughs> lost to the hawks trey young dropped 40 on us uh everything that i said in the last podcast if you haven't listened to it listen to it i feel like we made some good points uh, I feel like we also had, like, a good amount of, like, trade offers that we, like, kind of made up that yeah. we think the Celtics should do. Um, I also want to say that Danny Ainge had a quote uh, that I saw earlier, but yeah, I probably won't be able to he, find it A, b- a bunch of teams said things. Um, I, I kind of remember, verb, like, verbatim, kind of, like, not really yeah. verbatim, but, like, kind of what he said. He said – um. He was like, I understand the roster isn't really the best right now, and if there was anyone to blame, it would be Danny Ainge to blame. So he's pretty much just just said he's okay, blaming I got, himself. I have, I have the full quote, and it's pretty much exactly what you said. He said, our roster obviously is not good. If there's somebody to blame, this is Danny Ainge to blame, and he said that about himself. So I like – I like, yeah, you were – I like the fact that he said our roster obviously is not good because that means you have to make a fucking move now after saying something like yeah. that. Like, you have to make a move, and if you don't make a move, I will be so mad. So um, I wrote this little, like, kind of discussion, kind of getting ready to rant again a little bit. But um, okay. so what I was wanted to talk about is, is it now or never with the Celtics right now for this season? We are currently, um, what was it, 14 and 14. In terms of now or never, meaning like for the playoffs, making a good push and hopefully trying to do something with this season while we can. And also we need to be considered a contender because I think we have players to be considered a contender, but I think the move is now or never. Yeah, we're 14 and 14. This is a fresh restart. Every it's we're zero and zero. That's what that's how you kind of have to think about it. Yeah. So I say right now, I have the I have the depth chart up. And let's just go through – let's just go through it. You ready? Mm-hmm. So, starting at the one, we have Kemba, who I deem a movable piece. 
Yeah. Why Would don't we? Why, why don't we just do this? Why don't we go just movable and not movable? We yeah. can. We'll do that. Um, starting at the two, we have obviously JB Jalen Brown, unmovable. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's untouchable. And that goes the same with Jason Tatum. Yep. They are untouchable. Uh, at the four, I've got Semi Ojale. Well, they've got. I don't have. Uh, Semi. Uh, I deem him. I don't know. I deem him. He's tough. He's tough because he comes in and he and he shows yeah. promise and he does great things. He and then really other does. nights, sometimes he doesn't. But like that's every player in the NBA. And, and I feel like gonna... he like links well with the people that we're building around. Like he's like yeah. boys with them. You know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed if we got something awesome in return with him in a package. That's but what I'm saying. If we could yeah. avoid we get getting nice rid of him, big, if we could get an Andre Drummond in a package for him, and. Our starting center is Daniel Tice, who I deem completely movable right now. I, I, I love agree. Daniel Tice. I mean, Everybody yeah, loves Daniel too. Tice, but like he's gonna be a piece of a trade that we can get better off of. Because like not a whole lot of teams, like especially the the uh the Cavs, they don't need a center, but I mean they can run two centers and be fine. But I mean maybe they'd be more interested in someone like a Daniel Tice if we had a move. Yeah, who and, can who can stretch it out a little bit more and yeah. add I mean I want to say Andre Drummond's a little bit younger than him. Maybe. I think but, he is. But that's where I feel like the Cavs could get someone like this, our backup power forward. Sorry to my boy Anthony because he was hating how I was saying I want this guy to be moved. But I think he'd be a great piece, and that's Grant Williams. Grant Williams, I think, would be a good piece to make a push at the Andre Drummond lottery right now. I, I do too. I mean, I get he's young. He could really be something special for us eventually, but I feel like we're going to need to part ways with someone here to help us move, move along. Yeah. And I mean, I'd rather get rid of a, or let go. I don't want to say get rid because that's kind of mean. Um, I love Grant Williams, but I'd rather let go of a six, five power forward than say a Peyton Pritchard or a Carson Edwards. Cause I feel like Carson Edwards is showing a lot of promise. It's just like, when you have Kemba, Pritchard, and Jeff Teague ahead of you, like that's like a tall, yeah, tough task. Which I said those names: Kemba, movable; Pritchard, Ivo, unmovable, because he's the heart and soul of our team right now. Um, and Jeff Teague, we already know my feelings on him. He shouldn't even be here. Uh, also, yeah. a name that's not on here because he's out right now is Marcus Smart. I I want to say that's a tough one to say. If we can avoid, I would like to avoid. Uh, yeah. But I if, mean, it is if we're it is. moving him, did did you also say uh, Javante Green? Something I went on the website to go look up the roster and something I've been, I haven't said I haven't said anything about Javante Green yet. Okay, I was just gonna say like last night, he like the stats might not show, but he actually played a very good I, overall. I game. like Javante Green. I like him, I and too. I feel like other GMs won't see like the promise in him the way he does because. I feel like he's another player that just gels well with Tatum and Brown when one of them come out and then Javante green comes in for a few minutes. Like I feel like he does very well on defense and can kind of like just keep us in the game. Yeah. And then also I know we haven't been like the biggest Aaron Neesmith fans like so far this season, but the past like three, four games, he's actually been having some really solid games. Yeah. I've, I've been noticing that too. And uh, him and Pritchard, something that I like is, Neesmith, um, I feel like he might have uh, 
got like a little inspiration from Pritchard because we we see Pritchard, especially last game, that dude was just pulling from literally everywhere. Like Pritchard loves to just pull threes. Uh, yeah. And Neesmith, who's the best shooter in the draft, quote unquote, uh, is finally realizing that like the only way to get over a shooting slump is to shoot. So yeah, yeah. which I'm happy like, with what I've been seeing from him. And I saw him, I saw a couple of plays the other like last night of him like taking a couple of dribbles and taking it to to the rack. Yeah. And like it like obviously not the same player, but it almost like reminded me of like when Jalen Brown was young. Well, he still is, but like his first year, like him, his that's all he year, did. Yeah. Like that's all he did. And I was right. like, if he can do that and still develop his shot, I mean, we'd have like maybe even like a mini Jalen Brown. Yeah, which which would definitely be a huge positive. Yeah. Um, and he was also playing pretty good defense the past few nights, I've noticed. Hmm. And that, like, I mean, he's got a couple steals. He's got a couple boards. But he, he does the stuff, like we said, that aren't on the stat sheet as well as Javante Green, which is very valuable. Um, another person I would like to say who could be a valuable piece in a package uh, would be Rob Williams. I do, too. I think he, I think he holds a lot of value, especially, like, looking at w- what – his value was like two years ago compared to now. I think especially after watching the playoffs, what he did when he came in, like his impact on the playoffs, especially even games this season, he holds a big, yeah. he holds a lot of value now. He does. He's just so athletic and at 6'10", 6'11", I mean, teams love that. And you can teach everything else at some point, which he's definitely getting there. So like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind to see him go if we get something really good, but I mean, I wouldn't mind if he stays either. Yeah. I mean, personally, I, I like think I would progress. like him to stay because I think we could build him into something, like, really good. But, I mean, it really depends on what we have to give yeah. up to get certain players. But getting back it. to, like, is it now or never? I think it is. I think it is right now for this year. Yeah. Just, just in terms of this year, not as in, like, with who we have. Like, that meant, like, in terms of making yeah. a move okay. to become a contender. That right, wasn't for like this year, yeah. For like, are the rest of like, yeah, because like ever we ha- we have to realize that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are twenty three and twenty two, so we have a solid ten more years with them if we can find a way to keep them, which I think we yeah. can. I feel like they like it here, hopefully, but like it's really not now or never for like future years. But this year, I definitely have to agree it is. Um, and if we want, dude, like. Why not put a package together? See if I mean we could get a young point guard or a young center that's around the same age, that's a star with JB and JT, and just have a big three for the next ten years. Like you could do that right now. Like there's you have no, the power to do that right now. There's no other better team. I think there's only like one person, obviously, that comes to mind. Could be like Sexton if we could trade with the Cavs. If we can come up with, a I package. would love a Sexton because, yeah. like, I understand they have him and. Um, Wow, I just lost to my train of thought. Um, they have him and well, they have Sexland. That they have Sexland, yep. Yeah. So, but like removing him and getting like I think I think if we give them enough to like get both him and um, Drummond, Drummond, I think like that's worth it, a hundred percent. Like I'd I'd give up a lot for those two right now. So. Let's see. I, dude, I'm being I like, serious. I, I would, I would actually like to work with that trade. Hold up, I'm gonna do the. We can do it. We can do a live ESPN like trade thing. 
just so dude i'm see. literally on the trade machine right now yeah i i, I wanted just to see so sexton and drummond um mm-hmm. who are making a lot of money a year um maybe kemba tice grant williams Try this. Trade. I'm putting it in. This is, dude. This is a perfect trade, in my opinion. Maybe even include Robert Williams. Oh wait, no. This wouldn't be. They. There's no way that the Cavs would accept this. I don't know why I like said that. What'd you say, Kemba Tyson, Robert Williams? Grant, but throw in Robert as well. I have you know, it working with just Robert too. Williams. And we can keep Grant. Well, yeah, it it works with the salary cap. Yeah. So right now, um, they're saying they give you, like, the plus wins. So we'd win eight more games if we did this trade, and they would lose nine. (laughs) But But it's a trade that could be done. I agree. I, I definitely agree there. Um, I'm just trying to see. Okay. For a trade like this, unfortunately, like Kemba's going to have to be involved. I think without a doubt. And, and I would like that. to see him find his form, but like it, it, it's really going to be tough. Oh, wait. And we could dump a fat contract in Kemba. We, we also have a lot of money in trade exceptions because of Gordon Hayward and his candor and, and believe it or not, Poirier brought in Cantor and Poirier brought in six mil, almost almost actually eight. Yeah, on top true. of Gordon Hayward's twenty-eight and a half. So if we threw in a Vincent Poirier, well, we don't, right, we, so don't ready? Well, we don't have we don't have him, but we have that money. No, I know we have the money. That's what I'm saying. So Kemba, because like you got to see it from the Cavs standpoint. They, I don't think mm-hmm. they would accept it if we just threw in Grant, but I think they would accept it if we threw in Robert Williams with those four. But then the money would be an issue. So I don't think it would be, they would be over the luxury by too much. So if you threw in Vincent Poirier's two-and-a-half uh, exception, I think that could work out. Just, like, to give them money. I was trying to th- – I'm trying to think, like, okay, so obviously we're getting Sexton, and I'm pretty sure by this time we'll be pretty comfortable with either – with Pritchard. And I, and I like – I like Javonta Green. And we also have a bunch of too. guards. So, I mean, if we'd really – Want, I mean, I don't think they would take Jeff Teague and Kemba just because of age. So, what if we threw in like one of our younger guys, either Edwards, Tremont Waters, maybe even Romeo Langford? We'd have to maybe like just so that way we can get the young value for, for oh shit. Sexton has a trade exception. What do you mean? That it like says it next to his name. Okay, oh, actually, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so we could use okay, a little wait. bit of so, Hayward money. So, yeah, so, yeah, we put $4 million of Hayward's money in with Kemba Walker, and so then we, we could add, like, okay, I don't know. Right. This all makes sense now. This all makes sense. Yeah. So it's a, a good thing exception. that he had a trade exception because we can give them cash for his contract. We'd be giving them more cash, yeah. Yeah, so we would be buying him out, essentially. Yeah. All right. Wait, this this sounds like a good trade to me that I have here. Kemba, Tice, Grant Williams, and then we pretty much are paying for Sexton's like guarantee, which is five mil. So we give them five mil 
um, for Sexton and Drummond, straight up. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details. Who says yeah. no? Wait, who says no? <laughs> this is nuts. But they literally, like, I we paid for them and gave them Kemba. Like, I just did the one that I had. I didn't know, know, know why. I thought I still had everyone else for our team. In. But they said this trade is successful by literally calling Saxon and Drummond for Kemba and paying off Sexton. Yeah, no, they're just saying that, that it's would, successful like, as, like, yeah. for the money. They're not saying it's successful as in, like, they would do oh, that. Oh, there's no way this would ever happen, but I yeah. mean, like, that's just interesting. Another another player I'd like like to make a big push out, and, like, obviously, like, we're, we're doing this as, like, not that realistic, but something that, like, honestly could be done if we put a big package for it like for these players to like build around a big three, which I believe is such a good idea because these players are still so young and JB and JT is De'Aaron Fox. I was going to say De'Aaron Fox, but he just got paid a lot of money. I know. He Over just got the super years. max. Yeah. But Kemba has a hefty, hefty contract. Smart's making 14 mil a year. And I know we hate to see him go, but hey, I I don't like to say it, but well, we're still getting Fox defense in Fox smart. though. Fox plays good. Both him and Sexton yes. play great defense. And Fox Fox is fast. He's young. He's someone to build around. That's like you could say is a star. Straight failed. Wait, so you said we we threw Tice in there right into the original trade? Yep. So we had Tice, and then we put in what Grant? You said. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess the good thing is Tice is on a one-year deal, and I think now would be the best time to probably trade him. Agreed. Unless we planned on resigning him. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know. Like, we could resign him, which, like, we might, but. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that we would resign him, but I I think, like, if we're not actually going to, then why not trade him? Like, I feel like that decision might already be, like, made, like, in terms of, like, what we need to do to get better. Yeah. There's, like, okay, let's see. It, it would be poison pill provision. It's not like mean? they're getting, I mean, yes, Sexton, you lose a lot from, like, being the Cavs. But to be fair... They still have like a lot of good players on this team that like are still young and they can build around. 
then they still have Garland. They have Isaac Okoro. Then they mean they got a lot of centers on this bench. Yeah, dude. I I don't think the Cavs should deem anybody as untradeable right now. They're not going to win anytime soon. So they shouldn't be moved. So let's let's come up with three players right now, three young guys that we would love to see on the Celtics. And then I say next episode, we'll we'll have our trades by then, just so we don't have to yeah. do it right now and like just yeah, have just time like, on the podcast where it's just yeah. dead silence. So let's come up with three players. We already have two. We have De'Aaron Fox and we have Colin Sexton. Um, third. Third player. Who's like a nice young big man? Um, um, what's his name? Um, this would be perfect. John Collins. John Collins. Yeah, we could even get John Collins. He, they said he was like up for a trade, which I, right. which which is good. Yeah. So so next episode we'll have some trades for all of that. Um. Just so, like, just so we're not like sitting in silence yeah. during the podcast right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we're fourteen and fourteen. We fucking suck. Danny Ainge knows we suck. We suck. Uh, it is now or never. Will it is? Uh, we we definitely need to make a move. That's all we have to say right now. We'll be back talking about them on Tuesday because that's what we do. Um, but let's move on to the NHL if you're with that. Unless you have yeah. anything else to say. No, uh, I, so I got nothing. We got a little hockey talk brought to you by Puck Culture. Shout out Puck Culture. This is a big weekend of hockey. We're going to Lake Tahoe. That, like that's crazy. That's so cool. And that, yeah. Not only are we going to Lake Tahoe, but we have some power rankings this week. Uh, the Bruins are still good. Crazy. We have Griff's picks. Uh, it's just beautiful. So, yeah. Will, uh, let's get to the power rankings. What what else better to do than get right into the power rankings? Probably the best part about this segment. Every can't, Thursday can't we get our power talk, rankings. Can't wait to talk about every other league. During like yeah, we just talk about like Florida. We just then we go on a Super Bowl rant. And then... All right, so I say we do top five and then some big movers. All right, which there are some big movers in the top five as well. There actually is. There's a lot of big movers, I think. Right. Uh, um, well, I'll get us kicked off here. Sounds um, good. Starting off at number one, we have our beloved Vegas Golden Knights. Shout out Puck Culture. This is the squad. Um, this is the squad. Yeah, we're they're nasty. I bet on them every night. Uh, they lost last two nights ago for me, which was the only leg of the parlay that I lost. But I can't be mad because they still win for me all the time. Uh, this week they're taking on Colorado. Uh, twice on the 20th and the 22nd. I think the 20th is that at Tahoe? Uh, is everybody yes, playing actually, at Lake Tahoe? I don't think so. I think only certain teams are playing at Tahoe. No, I, no, I think everybody's playing at Lake Tahoe, but the, but um, they are playing at Lake Tahoe. They are, yeah, they they just like said something. They had they also wore the uh, the golden buckets for the first time, I think, a couple nights that ago. Was, that was insane. That was sick. I went on their Twitter like because I saw it on like on my feed and then. Everyone was slandering the golden helmets. Everyone hated them. Everyone. They're sick. I was Wait, like, how do you not like, like the golden buckets? Are they like trying to be like, oh, that's Notre Dame? No, they were just like, it's just too much. It doesn't look good. It's not. Dude, there's no such thing as too much when you're a Vegas Golden Knight fan. Like, they're literally the Golden Knights. Why not have like golden chrome buckets? Dude, they're sick. 
Like they're literally like insane. I'm looking at them right now and I don't see anything bad about them. I only see positive things. They like go well too with every single uniform that they could possibly wear. They were wearing them with like their like charcoal black unis and they look sick because they had like the gold on the sleeves, yeah. the gold on they, the gold. They on the look socks. sick in the golden bucket. They're sick. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it from it, you guys anymore. I'm sick yeah. of it. Yeah. Those are I don't, sick. Yeah. So I just literally went on images right now. People were people were literally like they said they look like C three PO. Right? <laughs> I mean that's pretty funny, but like <laughs> and like yeah, I mean they were third in the power rankings last week. They bust out the golden buckies and now they're one. So like you can't even complain. Yeah, my not like I don't get it. More teams should do this if they have like the opportunity. Like even with like silver chrome, like that would be sick. That would be insane. Yeah. Uh moving on, we have our beloved Bruins uh staying at number two. They're playing New Jersey and then they're playing Philly uh on Lake Tahoe at 3 p.m. on NBC. Uh Will. I want to say Sunday at 3 p.m. I'm not busy, so I'll definitely be tuning into that. I'm curious to see what Lake Tahoe, like what like what they do with everything, yeah. like for all the games. It, that that's right. going to be pretty cool. This this could change outdoor hockey as we know it. In I'm saying this is hockey. this is definitely a must watch weekend of hockey. If like in or even just in general, like th- if you're watching anything, you got to be watching Lake Tahoe this weekend. I yeah, because like they and they also did it at a perfect time. Because nothing's happening this weekend. Yeah, I, like I don't actually think there's any like big games in it. We're not gonna, we're not, we're gonna, we're gonna make this segment not about any other sport. This is strictly hockey talk, so we're not even gonna look up the other big games. Okay, uh, number Shout number three. Well, I'll let, I'll let you take us. I'll let you take us through the bottom three of the top five. All right. Um, we got the big dogs, Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, obviously, Stanley Cup champs last year, previous ranked four. Now they are three. They got Dallas on the 18th and the 20th, which I believe is that is that was is the 18th today or was the 18th yesterday? 18th, 18th is Thursday, which is today. So, which is today, and then they play Carolina on the 22nd. Um, I mean, they moved up one. I mean, I think they got Stamkos back, so they just need him healthy. They do well, so. I mean, other than that, there's not really much to say. They're, they're one of the best teams in hockey. Now, here we go. We got something interesting here. Believe it or not, I think it's almost oh, not, not an exact flip-flop, but close. I thought, they, I thought the Maple Leafs slipped with the, uh, with the Golden Knights. Well, they did, but mm-hmm. they were ranked number one. Now they're four. Um, they're still like – I feel like this is the same situation we were in last week where we were like – they're kind of everyone in the like top. Everyone four, in the top say, four is like top yeah. four is like the same thing. There, there's not really a whole lot to say. I mean, Austin Matthews is like literally one of the best players in hockey, if not the best player in hockey right now. So, I definitely wouldn't bet against the Maple Leafs right now. Yeah, I mean, especially tonight. I mean, they got Ottawa. I'm sorry, but they're not winning. Like, Ottawa's not winning that game. Oh no, no chance. We hey, no chance. Hey, we we, we know we, about our Senators. We know. Um, then oh, they got... wait, also, Will, this is probably the only time we're going to talk about the Ottawa Senators. So I just want to say I tweeted this out on the IT5 uh, Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. They had they had our boy, Stutes. They had our boy uh, on the third line. Like, what are they doing? Like, he's are a you young prospect. Me? Is this like, a joke? I mean, why, why can't you just play? You guys don't win games. 
Like, like you don't win ever. So, like, why aren't you playing Tim Stutzel at least on yeah. the second line? We we follow them like the set the senators like on Twitter. So like I've we've been a little bit more active on Twitter this past week. So I've been seeing like all their tweets and stuff like that. They're like comments like, "What's your go to game day meal?" Go into the comments. You're like, maybe winning a game would be nice. (laughs) He's like, yeah. He's like, some guy was like, yeah, pizza wings and hopefully a W, but probably not. Yeah, and like, dude, like the post period, like after the first, after the second, after the game, like it's just so sad. It's like, oh, the Maple Leafs are up six to one. (laughs) Yeah, like and and they just don't even know what to say. They don't even say anything. Just like, yeah, we just got shit on, like. Like the worst part is the games where they like actually went up. They were like up one nothing first period. They're like, let's go, guys, hold on. <laughs> like we mean hold on. Like you're gonna need to do a little bit more than hold yeah. on. They, and then they, they lost but, and they lost like six one. They didn't score another goal. Last night, last night though, uh they only lost by one and they just said sends fall by one, period. They end everything in a period just because they really don't know what to say. I mean, if I'm their social media guy, I don't know what to say either. I mean, oh, you sit there and you know watch the games was? every night. You know what it was? It wasn't six one. They were up. They were up five to one and lost. What? Or maybe the other way around. No, I'm bugging. That was a different game. Different game. I'm I'm all over the place with the Senators, which I mean, hey, only makes sense. Yeah. They suck. Yeah, they they stink. Um there's nothing really else to say there. And then we actually have a big mover. I think this is one of our biggest movers that we've seen, I think, so far in the top five. From 10 to 5, we have the Carolina Hurricanes, which they've been putting up a fight recently. And I mean, I mean, we, we had some games that we've been against them, and they were putting – they actually – did they beat us one night? They did Hurricane su- like The Hurricanes surprised us one night, probably wearing the Hartford Whalers jerseys because that – They probably we get, were. We always get screwed by Jersey night. I don't know what it is with us, but we Jersey night against if if the other team is wearing jerseys that we bet against, just know the game's over before it just, starts. Yeah. No chance. There's no chance. Yeah. Um not much to say about them though. Like good good yeah. job on jumping. You won games. Yeah. Uh I have three big movers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was prepared while you were doing the top three or the last three. I was looking at our big movers. Starting off at number 12, Will, we have the New York Islanders who were previously yes. in 17. So that's a big jump. And if you, go one down, if you go one down, Will, to 13, the Chicago Blackhawks are in the top 15, which yeah, I think I, is the first time this season. Yeah. They were second great hockey too. They were 22nd last week. They're 13 now, so those are two big jumpers. They're both playing some pretty good hockey. Uh, and then we have a big jump, uh, scroll down a few to 16. Yep. The Washington Capitals took a big, big, big tumble. Uh, they were ninth last week. They're 16th this week. I don't see it getting any better for them either. Yeah, I mean, in the comments that they got here for us, they're saying they're not ready to sell the Capitals just yet. I mean, I think I am. I Hey. At that I'm rate, so I, I think I think you I think you can be. Um, and then and then will and then, uh, quick yeah, shout out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wanted to do my uh, little shout out. I always shout shout the guys out. You know, I can always count on them when I need to count on someone to be the worst, and none other 
I mean, we could even make a freaking case for the national predators in this list. They were 27 bumped down to 29. I mean, I don't know how you do that with the bottom percentage of this, this league, but then coming in at 30, I mean, you could just take a solid guess right now. It's, yeah. it's definitely not the senators. So it's gotta it's be the, the red wings. So it has to be the red wings. Which and then I don't usually say 31. Yeah. They usually flip but this week they stayed. Yeah. They were pretty much, they, they were, they were just like a little bit less, more consistent than Mr. Consistent in Ottawa. Um, it's just whoever gets <laughs> whoever gets a win, like one team is just going to get one win this week. Whoever does that will be 30th next week, and the other person will be 31. Yeah, like, oh, it, this is like an ugly bottom two. Like, it like really the Red is. Wings are such a great, like, franchise. Like, they've always been, like, historic. It, like, how? Yeah. Like, and the like, Senators, they yeah. just, like – you, hey, we already talked about it. They're four thirteen and one. And then... I was just looking up their record. I was just curious. Like, have they even like touched a game? Like, like, come on. Like, you got to feel bad for them. Like, can we put them in a different division? Like... I also want to say, Will, <laughs> like... you're older. Like... Wait, Will, Will, you're older than Tim Stutzel. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Now I like feel like old. Like this guy's playing in the NHL, like dude, he's in the like NHL. seventeen. Dude, we're like fanboying over him, and he's older than you. <laughs> he's not look older at, than me, at, though. Like, look at the Senators. Just look at their division, right? They literally have the Maple Leafs, the Canadians, the Oilers, Jet, the Canadian division. This is like it's insane. Canada, yeah. Who like who decided that they still should be playing in this division? I get they're in Canada. But well, you might as well throw them out of Canada. <laughs> they got they they got to relocate. I, I mean, also want to say Tim Stutzel is third on the team in goals, and he's still uh, in the third line. Just oh completely disrespectful. This is this is this might be the the worst of the stats we've had. The Red Wings are only better because they've played less games. Shut up. They only have four wins too. They're four and eleven, and the Senators are four and thirteen. That's just like, hey, the bottom two are our favorite two. Wait, that means so. the Senators won a game somewhere along these lines. They, oh, did. they did. No, they did. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They beat the they beat the Leafs in OT. Oh, that doesn't count. Yep. They... The fuck do you mean that doesn't count? It's like the biggest one of the year. I mean, yeah, still at thirty one, not improved. They they let the, the <laughs> Red Wings win. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, they should have won two more so I could get a Tim Stutzel jersey. But uh, <laughs> to wrap up the NHL section, um, we got Griff's picks. Uh, it's Thursday or Friday. It's Friday. Sorry, recording on Thursday. Uh, on Thursday slate, you guys will see uh, if I win. Um, on my NCAA, I have some for over the weekend. It's going to be a good weekend, but this is all Thursday. Um, I've got the Bruins over the Devils. Uh, I got the Maple Leafs over the Senators, and I have the Blues over the Sharks. I like it. I like it. Thanks. I like those picks right there. Also, um, the Maple Leafs are minus 300 over the Senators. That's like the biggest deficit I've ever seen in my life. That's so sad. Like, they might even be minus two and a half, not even one and a half. They could probably <laughs> You could probably give the Sens like three goals, and they might still lose the game, like in terms of betting. <laughs> Because every spread, oh no, they're still at one and a half. Because every spread is plus or minus one and a half. Because it's hard to win by two or more goals. Yeah. 
So that would, just would have been insane. But that's going to wrap up our NHL section brought to you by Puck Culture. Shout, Shout out, out Puck to Puck Culture. Culture. Uh, that brings us on to MLB. As you guys know, the MLB sucks still. Uh, there's no games being played, but pitchers and catchers have reported. Uh, that was on Wednesday. The rest mm-hmm. of the players will be reporting on the 22nd. There's no better time than spring training. It's like uh, one of the it, – it's just like awesome. You see everyone just like chilling, practicing, everything like that. But then we got some unexpected news. Yeah, well, I'll let you break this because I feel like you're super excited about it. I was so excited when I saw this. I literally like – there was nothing going on. If like Twitter was like dry, everything was dry. It was just like the Celtics and like that was it. There was nothing really going on. And then all of a sudden you just see like this. You see Tati signs a 14-year extension, 340 mil. $340 million. Yeah, by the time this is – uh, by the time that he's done with this contract, LeBron James will be 50 years old. Like, that's insane. And he's only played a year and a half. I know. But he's he, nasty. He's still got – he's got another 14 to go. Like, they – I can't believe he, like, agreed to that. Yeah, long. like, it's so – and I believe it was, like, 10 mil guaranteed. 10 mil? That's it? Yeah. I think he only got like 10 mil. Like No, signing bonus. Signing bonus. Not guaranteed. My oh, bad. Oh, jeez. 10 mil signing bonus. That would have been pretty messed up. That oh, also, a crazy a crazy thing that blew up today on Twitter as soon as this happened, um, that it's when Fernando Tatis Jr. contract ends, the Mets will still have one year left to pay Bobby Vanilla. That's like, a great what? stat for me. That's a great stat for me, Will. Yeah, I'm shout out Mike on Twitter. Mike, shout yeah. out Mike. Big, is, I don't know who Mike is, but right. Mike. Uh, some other news we have Mitch Moreland. Uh, he's signed a one year deal with the A's, you know, he brought us a championship. So, um, the Blue Jays are starting their season, uh, their regular season in their spring training park in Florida because you know yep. they play in Toronto. Uh, they're also going to be using their triple A ballpark in Buffalo once it becomes like closer to the summer. So that'll be interesting yeah, I, to see those games being played in like smaller parks. I believe they gave the timeline. It was like May 22nd. They make the switch. Okay. Yeah. No, because they said it gets like too hot and like too humid in Florida. So they'll make the move up to Buffalo uh, when it gets warmer up there, which is honestly a great move. Yeah. Why not make it interesting? Uh, and then I'd say the saddest news of the day, uh, Tim Tebow officially retires after five years or five seasons in the Mets system. Uh, So thank you for the five-year career in double-A baseball, Tim Tebow. Yeah. I mean, they they call him up this year, I believe, right? They call him up to spring training. Yeah, yeah, they didn't call him up, but he got an invite to spring training. And then he retired. (laughs) He didn't even reject. He's like, don't worry, guys, I retired. He, he, He probably forgot he was still on a contract with, like, the Mets organization and, like, didn't train at all. And then they're like, yo, come to spring training. He was like, what? <laughs> he was like, I for, I totally forgot I played baseball. Is Russ still on a contract? Yeah, the with Yankees. the Yankees. Yep. Is he and getting Pat, uh... Pat's still on a contract with the Orioles, Pat Connaughton. Is, are they get? Oh, well, I know Pat isn't right now, but. No, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Russ will be going just because of like COVID and all that. Yeah, prob- probably that that makes sense. I mean, that'd be kind of sick though. He right, just, he like, sucked last up. time too. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, that's all we got for MLB because it sucks and we hate it. Uh, when, when the games start to happen and maybe something gets exciting, like we'll be a little bit more like happy to talk about MLB. But like MLB offseason is like the worst professional league offseason. Yeah, like you know, like when like like no other league really gets that excited about like the preseason like workouts other than the MLB. They're like but that's also and catchers today. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we're 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 another two months away from some excitement, but you know, we'll make it work. Right. Like it's just MLB, dude. You're you're dropping the bag on us right now. PLL like, though. PLL, the Premier Lacrosse League making moves. We might hey. We might have a lacrosse section. Well, I've been thinking about it. When that it's comes, honestly, not a not a bad idea. We 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 could we could get a couple. As two former lacrosse players, we know lacrosse well. Um, but that brings us to our NCAA basketball section, also our last section, um, of the night. Um, we have a bracket, which I say we do last. Um, okay. I I say that takes us out. Um, but. I highlighted the biggest games this weekend, um, and in fashion, Will, let's just say who we think is going to win. Cool. Starting off, we have Thursday. We have three games. Uh, number 11, Iowa, versus number 21, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's actually favored by two points. Um, Iowa's actually on, like, a two-game win streak, I believe, but I think Wisconsin takes this one tonight. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Iowa. I know. Crazy. I, and I don't really like Iowa. But I'm going to take it. Uh, and then a game that I would have loved to watch tonight, um, Texas taking on number nine, Oklahoma. It's 12 versus the nine. That has sadly been postponed. I would have taken Oklahoma, though. Um, Texas sucks. Yeah, I would have taken Oklahoma. They're frauds. I, I can't. I, after after what happened to us against Texas, I don't think I can trust them. Against Texas Tech, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And then we have big news uh, tonight. Uh, number three, Michigan, is back in action. They've been in a little brief hiatus due to COVID, they will be taking on Rutgers. Uh, I think like we're both easily going to take Michigan. They're nasty. Oh yeah, we just haven't seen a lot of Michigan. Michigan doesn't play for three weeks, comes back and then just like beat your favorite team. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, on Saturday we got UConn versus Villanova. Uh, I'm taking UConn. Um. Wow. I don't. That I wasn't expecting you to say that, but I'm going to go Villanova. Were you going to take UConn if I took Villanova? No, I think I was taking Villanova <laughs> the whole time. I'm, dude, I'm just I'm just taking them. Well, you know, want to know why? I don't like Villanova at all. Like, it actually pains me to say their name sometimes. Want to know why I'm taking UConn over Villanova? Why? Because, literally, just because I can. <laughs> I mean, Who's, yeah, like... Well, who is stopping me from taking them? Not me. I just, like... Well, name one person who's stopping me right now. Uh, no one. Yeah, I don't see anyone behind me. Right not now. seeing anyone. Not seeing. Uh, anyone. We have a great game as well on Saturday. Uh, the 15 seed Texas Tech uh, versus 23 Kansas. I got Texas Tech here. Mac McClung never fails me. Yeah, I can't bet against Mac McClung anymore. That's what Just, I'm saying. Yeah. And then to round off uh, Saturday, another great game between 13 West Virginia and 12 Texas. Texas, as I said um, about the Thursday game that got postponed where they would have got rocked, they're frauds. I got West Virginia. Yeah, no, West Virginia. No, I know no you Texas. love West Virginia. Was, uh, oh, was that Virginia wow. Tech or was it West Virginia? 
that you picked and you like loved them. And they were the underdog, remember? And they win the other week. They won, yeah. Oh, I think it was. It was either West. I think it was Virginia Tech. They were like complete underdogs. Was it Virginia also, Tech? They were playing also like a FS, seven seed. Also, FSU was an underdog the last episode when I picked them. Like I was pretty big on them. They like were blowing. Who they play? No. Clue. FSU like FSU killed some Virginia. Oh, they were playing yeah. Virginia. Yeah, they were so playing that's Virginia. the Virginia that I was thinking of. But still, I like West Virginia in that game. I do too. Uh, and then one second, let me get back to my notes. Uh, on Sunday, a huge, huge game. Uh, number three, Michigan versus number four, Ohio State. Uh, I think Ohio State has a chance just because Michigan has been gone for a while, but I think Michigan pulls it off. I do too. I like Michigan a lot. I, I mean, I know they haven't played a lot of games this season. They're but nice. I, though. Like, they're going to be interesting in the tournament. They're, and they're, hey, they're going to be a good team for years to come. I know, they have the number good. one recruiting class next year, too. And they had the number one recruiting class this year. <laughs> uh, and yeah, to wrap up all that, um, we have Griff's picks starting off with West Virginia over Texas on Saturday. So I got the 13 versus the 12. Uh, I have Ohio State minus four and a half over Penn State on Thursday. Hello. Uh, and I have Iowa over Wisconsin on Thursday. Uh, Iowa is my underdog pick of the week. Bow. Hello. Moving on, Will. To finish off the episode, ESPN has come out with their first look at the bracket. Um, and we can just whiz through this. Um, we have a lot of teams that could be in and could be out. Oh, this, web- this website's actually sick. What's going on? Right? So starting off, we have the obvious <laughs> one seeds. Oh, my gosh. We have the obvious one seeds in Gonzaga, um, Ohio State as of right now, Baylor, and then Michigan. So starting starting off with those, uh, I mean, I feel like there isn't like anything that we can say about those. Those four are going to be in. Yeah, I agree. Um, who are where, where we got our twos? Okay. Our twos are Illinois, Villanova, Alabama, and Houston. Okay. Those um, are pretty... and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other other teams, I don't think we have to go by, like, uh, number or, like, name all of them, but they have UNC getting in at 11, uh, which isn't, isn't guaranteed right now that they'll be in the tournament. Um, another thing that I like to look at, Will, if you scroll up, uh, they have last four buys. Last four in, first four out, next four out. Uh, yep. So that's Minnesota, Indiana, North Carolina, and our Drake Bulldogs. Uh, they're they're thinking that those four have a decent shot of getting in. Um, and then the last four in who, like, have a chance of getting in, but they, as worded, would be the last four. Uh, the Bonnies of St. Bonaventure, uh, the Broncos of Boise State, the Rams of Colorado State, and the Cardinal of Stanford. I knew all the mascots. Did you? Um, not, not all of them. Be honest there. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then we have the first four out. Uh, Will, do you know the – well, I'm going to name the team. You have to name the mascot. <laughs> New all game. right. Uh, Maryland. The Terps. Okay. 
St. Louis. You gotta what know the, this. What you gotta the hell know is that? You have to know. I actually don't know. I like that picture. What is that? Oh, the St. Louis Billikins. I don't know what what what, what is a what is a Billikin? Dude, you gotta know this. And then they have UConn. We all know is the Husky uh, yep. Richmond. Nobody cares. I think they're like the spiders or something. <laughs> I was gonna say the spiders. Like, are they like a specific spider? And then the next four out, uh, Old Miss. Will do you know Old Miss? Their mascot. I, I don't. I don't know their mascot. Uh the Rebels. The Rebels. Uh St. John's. Red Storm. You gotta know the heck. Red Storm. Uh Syracuse would also be part of the next four out. And then SMU. Yeah, you know SMU. You gotta know SMU. Look at the logo. Come on. Is it a Bronco? They're the Mustangs. Oh, Mustangs. I was close. I was close. So yeah, always love to see a bracket in general. Um, some names that I like to see on in this bracket right now, uh BYU at eight versus Xavier at nine. That would be a great game. Mm. Um I'd say a possible five versus 12 where things could get a little shaky. That's what I'm looking at right now myself. Uh, yeah. Definitely not on the top half. Definitely not on the top definitely half. Definitely not. But let me see. Creighton versus Utah State. Yeah. Utah that, that's State. That's definitely one of them. Wisconsin versus Belmont. The Belmont Bruins. They're 20, 22 and one. They don't know what it's like to lose, and I don't think they will after the first round. So a lot yeah. of upsets going to be great. We're getting closer and closer to March. Uh, February is almost over. It'll be over before you know it. Um, yeah. We got some good seven tens. We do have some good seven tens. Um, we got Clemson, Indiana, Arkansas, Oregon. Uh, we also have Florida, Minnesota and Rutgers Seton Hall. Those are great games. Those are some great games. Um, so, yeah, that's – I mean, that's going to wrap it up for this episode unless you have anything, Will, if you want to keep going with bracket. Yeah, no, I don't think I got anything. I was looking to see right. if there if there was even a case for a 116 upset, but there's just no way. No. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to wrap up the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed as always. Hope you all have a good weekend. Go watch some NHL games on Lake Tahoe. And peace. Peace. century doing something mean to it do it better than anybody you ever seen do it screams from the haters got a nice ring to it i guess every superhero need his theme music no one man should have all that power mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner whether it's baker's simple truth turkey or mac and cheese with murray's english cheddar 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.